0: The Esther podcast is designed for Christian women who God has called to a career. Our goal is to identify the modern Esther in all women and to leave you feeling empowered with the mission to glorify God in your vocation. Welcome back to the Modern Esther podcast, a podcast for Christian women. We are starting a new woman of the Bible in two weeks, and I'll reveal who she is at the end of this episode. But I really wanted to do this other breakout episode before we got into that woman. And thank you to all who joined in last week about social media and the influence that it has on your life. And today, it's just been something that has constantly come up in my career or my you know, pursuit of a career, and I just wanted to talk about success and networking. Um, I didn't plan on doing this episode, but I recently attended a dental conference in which the keynote speaker spoke a lot about success and networking, and I'm sure if you've ever attended any kind of conference, whether it's business, dentistry, medicine, science, law, they really do focus on the keys to success and the keys to networking and how both of these go hand in hand. And and I guess for most people they do. I mean a lot of what the speaker said I agreed with. We need other people to help us and we can't do it all by ourselves. So I guess I just kind of before we wanted to really dive in, I wanted to give like a couple of definitions of of what success means and then what networking means. Uh, So success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. Uh, Networking has been defined as the process of trying to meet new people to be useful in your job as to further your career. So success is to set a goal in your career. Networking is a tool that you can use to accomplish that goal. Uh, Dale Carnegie wrote a famous book entitled How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I confess I have not read this book. I've heard it quoted many times and patrolled online for many summaries of the content. And in this book, he gives techniques on how to teach people to influence other people and win friends and become liked. Um, and I, I think that there's a lot of good, useful tools in this book. In this book, for example, he said, be genuinely interested in other people, smile, remember that person's name, be a good listener, actively listen, um, talk about the other person's interests, make them feel important. And then at the end, he kind of says, and do all of this sincerely. And I laughed because the, even the speaker this past week said, you know, you have to be sincere. But if the goal of networking is to benefit your own career, then how sincere can it really be? One of my best friends called me, oh gosh, a couple years ago on her way to a networking event, and she just complained that she didn't want to go. It wasn't her scene, how she felt like she had to be there, she was expected to be there. And this woman is one of the most genuine people I know. I mean, she would help anything, anyone do anything for anybody. And so it's interesting when there's a time to actually genuinely be interested in other people, why this feels disgenuous to her. I confess I felt the exact same way on many accounts, and we kind of discussed that for a little bit. And it wasn't until a couple years later when one of my mentors asked me, you know, Danielle, how can you be one of the friendliest people I know and hate networking? And it wasn't until they actually asked me this question that I actually was able to be like, oh, this is why I don't like it. And I just responded, well, networking is aimed at talking genuinely and sincerely listening to people that can help you. And he said, yeah, that's exactly the point. And I said, well, what about the people that can't help you? And he said, well, that's just not networking. And I said, and that's just why I don't like it. And we laughed. It was a very good conversation, but that's truly it. I mean, without intending to create a divide, our culture has indeed developed – A divide in placing so much emphasis on the careers of success that being kind to people that can't help you isn't necessarily beneficial to being successful anymore. So therefore, the question is raised, what is true success? Is it earning a degree? Is it getting published in a famous journal, holding a specific title, belonging to a certain club, being popular, being known, speaking in front of thousands of people, or is it raising a child in the way that they should go in Christ? Is it giving away all of your money so you can go be a missionary for the Lord? Is it starting a nonprofit that helps hundreds to thousands? And in truth, all of those are forms of success because all of them fulfill the definition of success, which is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So I guess a better question besides what is true success is what is your goal? For some, that might be to be famous. For some, that might be to speak in front of thousands of people, to be a part of that club, to have those journals published. But my favorite goal is one that Paul gave in Philippians three thirteen through 14 He said, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do know, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Heavenward. What does that mean? See, for the better part of my life, I would look at this verse— and insert the goal that I had and then the prize that I wanted for it as if it was just like, oh, I'm praying scripture. Like that's what I was taught in a Christian school, pray scripture. So I would constantly go to this verse and be like, gosh, okay, God, I press on to get the best grades in high school so I can win the prize of valedictorian because that's so important, heavenly. It's not at all. But I would pray those things and then it continued to grad school, And it continued on after. I had missed the better part of this verse. The goal Paul was talking about was not an earthly one. Barnes Notes describes this in his documentary, um, the Barnes Notes documentary, when it says that Paul's goal was actually of the high calling of God. God has called us all to great and noble efforts, to a career of true honor and glory. The calling of a Christian is from heaven. And then to heaven. The calling of a Christian is from heaven to heaven. The goal Paul was seeking was to live a life worthy of being God's child with the whole purpose of heaven in mind. He explains this in Ephesians 4 when he says, As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. He says, how can you do this in verse two and three? He says, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with another in love, make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So we don't have to work on being sincere in our networking events. We can just humble ourselves before the Lord to love people the way that God does, to show them grace when it's hard and to seek after Christ and his kingdom first Man, and God is showing me so much about grace. And actually, this when we really start getting into the woman um, in the next series, we're going to talk a lot about grace. But I mean, the goal's always been there. Even in Micah six eight, it says, "This is what he requires of you: to do what is right, to love mercy, to walk humbly with your Lord." God has listed goals that that we need to set in order for us to be successful. See, true success is not even about us really at all. It has already been completed when Christ died on the cross. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. See, Jesus accomplished something we could never accomplish. Saving ourselves. And you can meet as many people as you want, get as many degrees as you want, write as many novels, but if you go through life's focused solely on earthly success you might miss the heavenly success that christ has already accomplished and that's saving you god i thank you so much for opening my eyes to seeing what true success is in your name and forgive me for the times that i've been so focused on earthly success forgive me for all of the future times i will be too and just Give me a new pair of glasses to look at the goals in my life, especially as we approach this new year, to really make them you-centered and you-focused. And I just thank you so much for all of the grace that you've given us and for dying on the cross for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me. This um, week for this, you know, a random breakout episode, but I really, I really appreciate it, and there was a lot there that was on my heart, and a lot that God taught me. So I hope that in some way it touched you too. Um, the next woman that we're going to study is Rahab. Um, so she is mentioned in Joshua, and so it's going to be very exciting. There's a lot of resources out there, so you know if you want to go ahead and start looking at some of those, go for it. Go ahead, and start reading about her. Um, it's going to be, I think God is going to teach us a lot about grace and, and the purpose that He has, even if you don't see it. So uh, until then, just follow us on iTunes, um, email us at the Podcast at gmail.com. And we, of course, have all of our episodes on the com as well. So thank you guys so much and have a wonderful week. God bless.